That brings us to our next talking point, U equals U. And we have a couple of new people this evening joining the panel. First of all, I want to introduce indie pop artist Van Hector. Hello. Hello. Um, who is uh, in from Montreal. He will be yeah. performing his new single later this evening. Um, but and he's a surprise. As a surprise. And a surprise. And a surprise. Yeah. Oh. For you, though. He's going to jump get... out of a cake. Um, uh uh, but he's also joining the discussion uh, for part of tonight. But our special guest for this segment is pharmacist and activist and friend of the show, Michael Fanous. Yay! Thank you for having me. Can you take um, a look at my back after? Yeah. Sure, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong type of doctor, though. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> doctor of pharmacy. How does um, rash? <laughs> one of, uh, now, you've been on the show a number of times. We've been talking about prep. Does everybody here, so that we have a baseline, does everybody here know what prep is? Is there anybody who does not know what There's prep someone is? There. No. Someone okay. there. Okay, why don't, why don't you give us a backgrounder on prep? Sure, absolutely. So, my specialty is HIV treatment. And HIV treatment, we are using one of the medications that we've been using to effectively treat the virus. We also give it to HIV negative people to prevent them from getting infected. And that's, that concept is fairly new to Canada. It's called pre-exposure prophylaxis, meaning before you're exposed to the virus, we can prevent it. Now, by the show of hands, you had one person who knew what it was, and you had one person who admitted to not knowing what it was. But the statistics are that gay men, who are at the highest risk of HIV, a great majority of them don't know about it, and uh, even those that do don't have access. So my job is specifically to help people access medication, so treatment and prevention. Yes. In Canada, this really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. shocked now. So the I'm FDA surprised. was the first country to. Oh, the United States was the first country to approve pre-exposure prophylaxis. In 2012, the FDA approved a product called Truvada, which has two drugs in it: emtricitabine and tenofovir. I've been dispensing these drugs for my whole career in treatment of HIV, but in the States, they got, uh, they got on it earlier to prevent infections. And in 2016, just as recently as two years ago, Health Canada finally listened to all the evidence that we have, global studies all around the world that prove that when someone takes pre-exposure prophylaxis, someone taking PrEP will reduce the risk of HIV by 99%. <gasps> So, better than condoms. Yeah. We have a pill a day, just the same way girls take a pill a day to prevent pregnancy, we have a pill a day to prevent something that's been plaguing our community, the queer community, for 35 now, years. Actually, I have a question about that, because the, 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 the one person who said, I don't know what it is, uh, is, is a woman. And I, I'm gonna, a straight, you're straight? Yes, okay. I have had straight, after Michael has been on the show before, I have had straight women contact me and say, why is this marketed just to gay men? I had this one woman say to me, I've dated so many jerks. Why doesn't my doctor talk to me about protecting myself in this way? These so are great, great questions. I actually have straight women on PrEP in my practice. I have trans men, trans women, mostly gay men. Why gay men? Because gay men are at the highest risk. So if you're indigenous Canadian, you're at a higher risk of getting HIV. If you're Afro, black Canadian, Caribbean Canadian, 30 times more likely to get HIV in your lifetime. An IV drug user, 70 times more likely. But gay men, men who have sex with men, are 131 times more likely to contract the virus than their heterosexual counterparts. 
We're at the highest risk. It's still an epidemic in our community, but we have effective tools. And do you guys know what the most effective way to prevent someone from getting HIV is? To treat someone with HIV. Not even PrEP. Someone who is on antiretroviral therapy, that's what we call it, ART or antiretrovirals, ARVs, they will not transmit the virus to their sexual partners if they're undetectable. And that brings me to the U equals U message, which is so important. And it's something that I'm so happy to promote. Just yesterday, we had the founder of the global movement of the U equals U movement. His name is Bruce Richmond, and he lives in New York City. He founded this movement because we've had the science for years. I've known the science. My colleagues who work in this field do. We know that guys taking treatment are not a risk to their sexual partners. So he went to his doctor after the condom broke with his boyfriend. And uh, he was worried and to ask his doctor, what's the risk? And his doctor said, you're undetectable. By the way, undetectable means that the amount of virus in the blood is so low that we can't detect it. So that's why we call it undetectable. Similar to someone, and you know what? 99% of us, when we reach 40, are going to have herpes. Okay? But it stays. Don't look at me. We <laughs> Just all have I'm it. over 40. Well, no, I'm looking at everybody. We're all going to get this virus. You get chicken pox, you're, you're going to have a virus dormant in your system. But now we can make HIV practically dormant, right? It doesn't, we can't cure it, but we can make it undetectable. So undetectable people are not a risk. If you have sex with someone who's HIV positive, undetectable, it is not a risk to you to get HIV, even without the use of PrEP and without the use of condoms. That is phenomenal. Have all the sex you want. <laughs> well, well, that actually- I have a question. Oh, yes, please. What are the side effects of PrEP? So I'm gonna get back to the U equals U message because that's of even better importance and I'll come back to PrEP and we'll talk about all the pharmacy stuff no problem. at the end. So effective medications that we have, people that are taking treatment for HIV, now that we know that they will live just as long as if they were HIV negative, we know they won't transmit to their partners, why isn't this message getting out? That's the problem, right? It's fear and it's stigma. Our community still faces a lot of stigma around HIV. Guys who are HIV positive and they come out to other sexual partners and let them know that they're HIV positive, they get rejected a lot online, on Grindr, or even in a bar. And why? Because the science does not back up the stigma. We know this. So to go back to Bruce's story, he went to his doctor, asked, what's the risk? And his doctor said, it's not a risk to your partner. He said, can you put it in writing? And his doctor was not really willing to put it in writing. He said, no, it's a liability. And a lot of organizations around the world said, we're not endorsing that message because, you know, what if one person did get HIV this way? So we did the math. We did the science. You'd have to have sex with someone who's HIV positive, undetectable, every week for 330 years before we'd find one transmission. So going back before the American Revolution, so... Why'd you look oh God, at me again? We're well, talking about old yeah, people. Yeah. You keep looking at me. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you as the host and my friend, but I want you to... <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see if you right. look shocked or surprised. What are you worried but, about? But I think I've said this message so many sh times on this show that you know the people on the point know it, but we want to use this as a platform, and we want to use this event, Pride, as a great platform to pro promote this message. And you know why we're picking this Pride, Pride 2018? Does everyone know what the theme of Pride 2018 is? Not not single person? No. The, the theme that they selected in Pride Toronto of this year is 35 years of AIDS activism, and that's why I'm happy to join oh, you guys wow. tonight. Woo! Oh, we didn't know that. Now, now this was interesting, and, and I wanted, uh, I was hoping you would, you would respond to this. So there was a study done uh, that was published in The Lancet uh, about... That's the medical journal, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was based in Australia, but I think we can extrapolate to North America. 
that since prep has become a thing, condom use is down. Yeah. Um, condom use has been down even before prep okay, was a thing. Okay, well, according to this, uh, it dropped from 46... Well, this is interesting. Condom use among men who have sex with men. It was 46% in 2013. Like, you would think, oh, in 2013, before a lot of guys were on prep, it would be, like, really high. No, it's no, less than half. Was, it was huge. 46%. Yeah, it was like a trend almost. Um, and it uh, went down to 31% in 2017. Um, is it, because I still hear this, you know, sort of prep shaming um, and the stigma against people who are, who are um, undetectable. Um, how do you respond to people who say, well, but people aren't using condoms now? Well, I have a lot of responses. And first, it's the Public Health of Canada. So Public Health Canada, the agency, uh, has said that PrEP would create you know, a climate of comfort among gay men and straight people too, where they will abandon condoms. Well, guess what? My parents abandoned condoms and so did yours, right? Nobody's shaming them. Let's look at the rates of condom use. So condoms are not used by the majority of both gay and straight men. So we look at these reports from uh, Australia and we compare them to China, Ecuador, other Asian countries, North America, and we find that condom use is less than half if you go back to your sexual partners over the last year, I think everybody in the room will, not everybody, but according to the statistics, more than half of you will admit to having condomless sex at least once. And by, if, does everyone want to admit that? No. All right. Yeah. Okay, at least you once. Got me. Yeah. No. Right, so now we want to know if condom use is on the decline, like this study in Australia is showing, well, are, we, are there other safer sex methods that work to prevent HIV? Well, yes, we talked about U equals U. PrEP works better than condoms. So are those on the increase? And that's my concern. My concern is that people enjoy condomless sex without investigating other safer sex methods that work even better. So this gives us greater need to get the message of U equals U out and PrEP. By the way, 93% of people on PrEP don't experience a single side effect. All right? And Long the most the no long-term side effects, all reversible. So if you discontinue the medication, everything goes back to normal. We would not put people on this medication if they had permanent side effects. But let's stay on the positive messages, which we have great tools to prevent HIV transmission. Right now in the pharmacy, meds expert where I am, we have the tools to end new HIV infections. And the big problem why it doesn't come out is because of access and awareness and all the stigma that we have in our and community. And I still hear people using the term I mean, how, how, how do you, and I'm, I'm curious even people in the audience, how one, because we talk about safe sex. To me, I'm on prep. Me too. So, can't I'm shocked. It. No, I'm kidding. Even if I, I want to be, but I can't afford it. And we're, we're, well, that's why we're here tonight. <laughs> that, uh, um, are you, I'm, I'm. Let okay. me say something. Okay, go, now, okay, I, I just want, because this is, I, I understand and I agree Van's with you. like mind blown right now. Um, Taking notes. I'm just, so, I'm not on PrEP. I'm thinking of going on it. I was afraid of side effects. I read, now I'm convinced. So I think, like, I think, you know, I, you, and I really agree with everything you're saying. However, does sex always have to be penetration? And, you know, when we had no, I remember in 95, 92, when we were scared shitless of it, 1990, we changed our practices. We wore condoms when necessary, but then sex changed wasn't always about penetration. And it was, fl I flourished that way, and it was still fun. Well, well what's up? We have With a diverse community. And the great, <laughs> thing about, the great thing about our diverse community is hashtag. that we have diverse forms of sexuality. 
we have diverse forms of sex, and now we finally have diverse forms of safer sex practices. There's no such thing as- you're back to your prep thing. No, I'm not, absolutely not. U equals U is not about prep. And I keep repeating that. Every time people bring me onto these shows, they wanna talk about prep, prep, prep. And I'm telling you, we have the ability to stop new HIV transmissions by testing and treating those that are HIV positive. We can end an epidemic in our community. So the second thing you can add to that is prep. And far third, way behind both of them, is the effectiveness of condoms and anal sex. You're talking about anal sex, and I'm telling you, you can negotiate your safer sex practices with your partner. I, so no I one know. is saying that it has to be penetrative. And then let's also talk about what are the reasons why guys won't use a condom. Give me some examples. Comfort, of course. Not, not only. It feels better. Okay, that's also comfort and pleasure. What else? We talked Allergies. about on our last... Allergies to latex. Anything else? They have. They have non non latex. Reasons why guys don't use condoms. Too far or across the room. They you don't can't. Get it. There you go. The it. number one reason. <laughs> Do you want to know what the number one drug? Unfortunately, I, I'm here to talk about something like HIV, but the number one drug that I sell around this season is Viagra because condoms kill right. erections with a lot of guys. I hadn't thought of Constricts that. Constricts that. Yeah. Oh. Another yeah. thing is. Yeah. Well, I've never used Viagra. I don't need also, it yet. Also, condoms break. Right? Are condoms 100 percent? Do condoms ever slip off? So the thing is, there are rates of condom failure, and we've been studying them for years. Uh, if I had something, if condoms were the end-all, be-all of safer sex practices, I'd sit here and do the whole safer sex practice uh, message that you got in grade seven. But I'm here to tell you we have something that works better. And whether you want to use condoms or not, that's up to you. Whether you want to have penetrative sex or not, that's up to you. This is a negotiation with your sexual partners, but you know what else should be a negotiation? What other safer sex practices are out there? What else is in the toolbox? Are you undetectable? Are you on prep? Do you know about this? When was the last time you were tested? Do you know your status? Absolutely. It's not about do what's your status anymore. It's about how recently do you know your status of. Um. So if you're undetectable as of recent, great. If you're on prep as of recent, great. There's no reason to shame guys anymore for, for any reason. It's a negotiation. Um, well, that actually was my question. Do we need to, as a community, as a culture, do we need to redefine the term safe sex Absolutely. or safer sex? Because I find that even in the age of prep and U equals U, unless you're using a condom, even for oral sex, which I don't know. Oh, come know. on. Now. Anybody got time come for that? Come on. <laughs> Anybody Jesus. use a condom? You anyway. still get it. Um, people still are like, yeah, no. Flavored uh, condom, whatever. Uh, um, like, so if I want a lollipop. <clears throat> moving on. Um, <laughs> that unless you're using a condom, it's not safe sex. So, uh, like I said on the last time I was on this show, there's no such thing as safe sex. You want yeah. safe sex? Yeah. Stay at home with your right hand. But anytime, anytime you... I'm a lefty. I was going to stay the same. Then the thing is, it whenever you have another person in the room, there's a chance of getting parasites, bacteria, viruses. And I think we're okay with taking those risks. You get on a Don't plane... Don't look at me, Tito. Don't you you get on a plane or you cross the road, Don't you know there's a risk of something and you're comfortable with it. Well, I want you to feel comfortable knowing your risks, having safer sex. So there's ways to make sex a whole lot safer if the guy's undetectable. If you don't know his status or you don't really know the guy, being on prep is a great idea too. And if you want to use a condom, more power to you. But the thing is, we don't need to always you know, define safe sex around condom use. And a lot of times people are always afraid of prep or undetectable status saying, you know, they're gonna stop using condoms. That's okay. We have things that work better than condoms now, guys. Can, can I, again, yeah. I don't need, I'm not pulling your tits. I'm no, you really can, you can try. asking you. <laughs> Pull I'm away. Really asking, you, you probably uh, later, could if you later, asked nicely. Later. It's, um, it's a negotiation. <laughs> so, um, 
Now, my, my concern was always, um, so, the, but the person does have to be very regular. And what do you mean by regular? Yeah, take the <laughs> brand very regularly. <laughs> yeah. now, I, I'm not guy. talking, I'm, this is not Metamucil now we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, you, the person has to be, because uh, I, I know, I have friends who have confided in me and told me, oh shit, you know, I forgot my prep for a few days, go right back on it and don't tell, and they don't tell their partners. And I guess that's something, what, what's the risk there? What's the window? It would be like asking, a guy asking his girlfriend if she forgot to take her pill exactly, that day. Th so, that kind of the, yes, if you don't take medication, the medication doesn't work. But, but what's the window? Of course, no. That's a I, very good question. Oh. Provided you've taken four doses of prep per week, you have almost equal protection as if you took it every day. You okay. have well, protection okay. in the 90th percentile. That's interesting. Can I, can I, so you can miss a dose of prep, I don't encourage that, obviously. As a pharmacist, I encourage people to take their medications as prescribed. Do people forget? Of course. But here's the thing. If my partner forgets to take... I don't forget to take mine. No. Then you're cool. I'm protecting myself. Like, I don't understand people who go into it, like, expecting the other person or thinking the other person does this. Uh-uh. It's like, I'm protecting myself. So if everybody does set, uh, has that attitude, I'm going to protect myself, then you don't even have to... Worry. You're right. Worry. You're right. So in the past, when a condom would break, people would worry, right? they do not not too confident in the status of their sexual partner, especially if they didn't know the sexual partner that well. What did PrEP do? It empowered people to take decisions about their health into their own hands. So they could say, you know what? Whether the condom broke or not, whether he's undetectable or I not. I like it when it's in someone else's hands, but you know. There you go. <laughs> But at least now you can take PrEP into your own hands and you could say, you know what, I'm reducing my own risk by 99% and I know that regardless of what's happening, I have control over it. So this is the empowerment that PrEP is giving until we get a vaccine, guys. So there are trials for vaccines. And when a vaccine comes out that's effective against HIV, am I going to be sitting at this table and tell me pe people are going to tell me, but condom use is on the, low, is, you know, is on the decline? I'm going to say, but we just cured a deadly disease, or we prevented a deadly yeah, disease. Yeah, celebrate a little bit. And you know, yeah, so the rates of uh, chlamydia, syphilis, gonorrhea, these concern people, but they're curable. HIV is not yet curable, right? So if I can prevent a lifelong illness with a pill a day, why the hell won't I be here promoting that, right? The message is there. The message is also there that treatment is effective, and in Canada, we criminalize people who don't disclose their status because we think they're a threat. This is an act of violence against HIV-positive people. To put someone in prison because they didn't disclose their HIV status to a sexual partner when they're not a risk and they're undetectable, this is an act of violence. And that's what Bruce Richmond came to tell us about at Meds Expert Pharmacy yesterday. And on Monday, uh, world-renowned PrEP advocate Damon Jacobs is here from New York to talk to us about the pleasure of PrEP, everything you wanted to know about sex and intimacy. He's a therapist, a marriage and family therapist, in New York, and he's here to talk about how you can confidently have condomless sex using PrEP and, or TASP. TASP is the use of treatment as prevention, and you don't need to feel guilty, you don't need to spread the stigma, you don't need to have shame having condomless sex. Like I said, if my parents could have condomless sex and not be shamed, why would I shame gay men for doing the same? And if people want more well, information we're gay, about- it's a sin. Can I just make a point? Oh, okay, Tito. I would like to say that your message is super important because if it wasn't for you, like I've had people ask me like, or chat to hook up and they tell me in the end that they're positive but they're undetectable and now I know what that means. So I'm like, who cares? But like they have said, like, 
Somebody, that like, means people a block, lot to People me. block me all the time for saying that. And I was like, oh, well, that's stupid. They're not informed. And now I'm informed because of you. So I appreciate it. Thank there you. There you go. So if people want more information about U equals U, where can they find that online? So everything can be found at MedsExpert, M-E-D-S-E-X-P-E-R-T dot C-A, or MedsExpert on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But uh, I want you to also follow the hashtags of U equals U and find out more for yourselves about why this is important to spread this message in our community this year because of AIDS activism, guys. This is something we're commemorating, but we still have a lot of work to do. And my last note is, join me at the AIDS Walk in September when we demand better coverage for these medications from our governments. In some provinces, it's covered 100%, and it makes me sad to sit among other gay men who say to me, I would be on it if I could afford it, but I can't. So we have places to go. I'm not just going to bring pride to be celebratory. I think some of our political groups have taught us in the past that access and fairness isn't there yet in our community. We need to fight until we can all be safe and we can all have equal access to the tools that we need to have a healthier and stronger queer community. Thank you, Michael Fanous. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash thepointguys, and we will be right back.